I really feel like we need to start doing music for this guy. Deshaun Watson, my guy. He just needed to get 30, 30 different hands on them hamstrings. Uh, yeah, I mean, this obviously went way left. I feel like we, like, literally started this. And I was going to say, we started. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think we started doing this pod right around the time the allegations started. Um, so it's kind of like, it's kind of crazy. Like, that was the first thing that we kind of talked about. And we're, sorry, we're still talking about it now. What are we, six weeks in, seven weeks in? Uh, yeah, man. I don't see this this uh him, and like I think the biggest thing for me was like I I said like if this was getting cleared up by the draft and around the draft, the draft is I think three weeks from today. We're recording on on Thursday, but um, if it didn't get cleared up before the draft, it wasn't gonna get traded because you know like teams and obviously we've seen like are angling. They want to get their teams kind of set before um the draft because they know like what they what they want to get in the draft uh i definitely i definitely agree with you he's gonna get put on the exempt list and it's gonna oh no there's no chance now he can't he has to get put on the exempt list like, how else could you – he can't – like, well, one, he doesn't want to play for the Texans. Two, no one's going to trade for him now. His trade value is is, is done. Every Well, again, my, my thing was – and the way I looked at it was more of like – and I said this on the pod, but I'll give you credit. You did say, like, this was going to happen to him. I was more hesitant because I didn't see any – Hard evidence. Hard evidence that I clarified was tweets, text messages, DMs, 
or like actual like people stepping forward. But this past week has kind of really been like the dam breaking in terms of what has happened. Um, you know, like we've like with the, with the whole um, Antonio Brown situation was the one I, I compared it to. It was one person, but she had text messages and things like that that were like explaining, you know, what happened, whatever. This guy apparently is a uh, like a a serial assaulter, you know, and it's going to be something where it's like he has to be put on the exempt list. But I don't know how he plays. We're in, we might be getting to a place where he might not play football again. Because he is, I don't, he's going to get put on the exemplary, so he'll get paid, right, this year. Uh, I would have to look at his contract to see if and when the Texans can cut him. Because I'm pretty sure, let's look, let's, let's do this real quick. Uh, I, I would think he would get cut, he could get cut in um, maybe a couple seasons. But he... He's going to get paid this year. I think he gets paid like $30 million this year. But, you know, until this thing gets resolved, it's kind of it's kind of done. Okay, so, oh, so yeah, it's going to be a while. Okay, so this season, the 2021 season, he has a base salary for $10 million. Um, there's a dead cap hit for $67 million. So he's going to get, he's going to get picked up. <clears throat> the season after that, um... It's the 2022 season. It's $35 million base salaries, a $51 million cap hit. The season after that is when he could get cut, essentially. So he has a base salary of $20 million, but he only the dead cap's only $10 million. And then if he gets cut after if he gets cut after that, or like before probably like the the um the league like signing day, whatever, however they want to do it, it's only $15 million altogether. It's the $10 million and the $5 million for the following season. Uh, I think he's going to unfortunately be on the Texans and he's not going to play football this year. And I don't know. I don't see how he gets, gets out of this. Okay, he's, not, he's not playing this year. I mean, it's just gonna be interesting because it's like he's the quarter. And not to cut you off, but like he's he's the quarterback, and like he's the guy that's gonna be talked about all the time. It's gonna be very different because this is gonna be the first time where it's like a star player, a star quarterback, would be sent to a team in his prime, especially now the way that we have things. The last time we really had this was with Mike Vick. And, but the thing is with Mike Vick, Mike Vick actually got jail time, which I think maybe lessened it. And also it was dogs. And I don't need to go down the road of of dogs, but people in America love dogs. And he served two years, and then he was picked up by the Eagles, and then he, he stayed there. But I think he's going to get cut. You know what? You're right. I think the thing about it is, like, if I'm the Texans, why – I might as well just keep him. Well, this season he's done, and then next season he he has a, a a huge cap hit. So it's like, look, like you kind of have to play for us. 
Because no one's trading. No one's trading anything for him. I mean, look, even if, even if even if it's like, let's say he's suspended this whole season, right? Do you think he still would have any leverage to hold out again? My thing is this, man. We've we've seen we've seen quarterbacks, man. These guys are these guys are valuable. No, I'm saying man, these guys are valuable way more than you think. So I think I think I think no, no, no. But I'm saying like in terms of like, does he still have leverage? I think I don't think his leverage is gone if he's suspended for the season because. Do I think his leverage is gone in terms of like do I think his leverage is gone in terms of like he can dictate where he wants to go? Yeah, yes, that's that that's gone. Do I think his leverage of like I'm never playing for you again is gone? I don't think so. Yes, so alright, I'll read it again just to, just to verify. So this season coming up, this is the 2021 season. He's under contract. He has a $10 million base salary, but if they cut him, it's 67. They're not going to cut him. It's $67 million against the, against the cap. They're not cutting him. The following season, the 2022 season, he's making 30. He has a base salary of $35 million. He has a signing bonus of $5 million. Um, it's a $51 million cap hit. It's the season after that. So this is two seasons from now where they could cut him. Now, that's still not great. It's $10 million, and that's not cheap necessarily but like you can work around 10 million dollars in cap um and then the season after, and the season after that yeah, yeah but i'm saying like well here's my thing there's a difference between being suspended and being on the exemplist if he's suspended if he's on the exemplist for the year he's gonna make he's making the yeah he's making the money if he's suspended but my thing but here's the thing though even if he's suspended let's say he's suspended let's say he's on the exemplist for the first Let's say it's still not resolved. Let's say he's just, he's on the exemplist for until like October, right? And let's let the end like almost November. And then let's say he's suspended for the rest of the year. So then he'll get another eight games, right? He's still the 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 money, the the cap doesn't matter at that point. That's still a cap hit. He doesn't get paid, but that money still affects the cap. They can't do anything about that. Just because you're suspended, it doesn't mean like it's not like um it's not like baseball. Like baseball, like uh, an example of this that's not like that is like Robbie Cano. Robbie Cano plays for the Mets, right? And in the CBA, uh, if you get popped two times for uh, PEDs, you get you miss 120, 62 games. He already got popped in Seattle and he got popped again in New York, so he missed 162 games. But the point is, is that his his contract essentially is voided. He doesn't get paid that year, but that opens up cap space. For the Mets, that's why they were able to sign someone like Lindor because they didn't have to pay him like this. That's not the same thing in the NFL. The NFL is like if you're suspended, he doesn't get paid, but like the cap space doesn't open. 
it's still going to count against the cap. So it's like, so like it doesn't, it's not going to benefit the Texans if he gets suspended either way. And then I, I still think that someone, because again, these GMs don't care. These are not social, like they do not care about society. They care about saving their careers. And yes. So I can see in a year or two, whether it be like, I don't know, like, Trying to think of a team who hasn't doubt. No, because they got Dak for a while. I was going to say New Orleans. I can see if they're like, eh, no, not really New Orleans. I'm trying to think of a young, a younger coach who might be under fire. Yeah, all right. The well, I'm saying they just traded for someone. I'm thinking more of like, let's say Denver. You know, let's say like they got another. Let's say they got a decent year. Let's say like they make the playoffs, but they realize that like, you know. Let's just say they realize Drew Locke isn't it, right? He's played three years. He's just not good. Chicago is another example. Um, let's say they go through this year and they're like, look, like it's still not happening. I can see in a year Chicago, Denver. Um, I'm trying to think of another like team that might need a QB. Uh, Miami depending on how Tua turns out. Uh, you know, like, there there, there are places where, I, I mean, shit, Seattle. There are places that might need Deshaun in a year from now where, especially because the draft, I think I think the reason why Deshaun is ha- was having a hard time getting traded this year was because there was a, a bunch of things happening. One was his contract. He had a huge contract. It was hard for him to trade anybody. And also the the big thing was like the class the the teams that were going to trade for him, the class of QBs were too good. There's going to be five. They're talking about maybe, sorry, they're talking about maybe six quarterbacks might get drafted in the first round this year, five in the top twelve picks. So everyone who needed a quarterback essentially kind of got yeah they kind of got their guy already. So it's like, I think that. Of course. No, no, no. Yeah, it's not even the fact that all successful. They're all cheap. You know, they're all going to make well under, like, you know, $30 million for the next four years. Like, that's nothing for a quarterback. Quarterbacks make 40 in a year, in one year. Uh, so, I just think, I think next season, and, you know, we're, we're very much speculating. This. When, when this wears off and this runs its course, I can see a team being desperate enough being like, look, like, we need – we need to get a quarterback in here. We think Deshaun can still play. And look, Deshaun's not going to be old. He's going to be 25, 27 when this happens. So, yeah, that's 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 kind of like – that's kind of where I am on it um, about this whole thing. Well, the only other person, honestly, whoever got caught, and he wasn't even really playing, he did it while he was playing, was uh, Darren Sharper. And Darren Sharper went to jail for like 15 years. He he literally like mollied and raped women like all throughout the country, like in California, in New Orleans, uh, like that. Like he got put in jail for that. And he was retired when like all this stuff came out. But yeah, like all that, all that happened. And 
you know, that's the only other case, I guess, of recent memory that I I can even compare this to, you know, because like this guy could be a serial assaulter. I can't even call him a rapist because a serial assaulter. No, no, I'm not. I'm not on the don't believe. Yeah. Oh, again. No. Well, the only thing that I've seen from his, the only thing I've seen from his legal team has been that, um, that he, they, that they, which to me that was a turning point where I go like, this might not go good, because his defense was there were eighteen other massage therapists that said like they had a great encounter with him. Yeah, but it's like I don't know, this thing is gonna. It's, it, again, it's it's it is getting crazy. The amount of mm -hmm. yeah, that's it. it was there was another, yeah, there was another point. I guess Rugby said that he was going to look into an investigation into did the Texans know about this? Which, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want this to turn into, like, the Sean bad Texans good. Like, this could all be, there was a bunch of bad actors in this. Like, the Sean did a lot of stuff, and the Texans covered it up. The Texans knew. Like, we have had examples of prominent programs, teams, organizations, covering things up for star players. And yeah, so my whole thing is like, yeah, like to me, like that's, again, this is why it just feels really funny. I'm not saying again, like that this isn't true. Yeah, because like, look, man, these guys, if you if you look at like the amount of stuff they do during scouting, the amount of like people they talk to, the amount of guys they talk to like so you're going to tell me that that a team will go back to your middle school and talk to your like teachers from 20 years ago or not I said not 20, but like at least 15 years ago talk to the lunch lady, talk to janitors, people you might have had interactions with for all of 30 minutes of your three years in college there to determine whether or not to draft you, that they don't have, like, the ability to really go in. That's what they always say, like, the NFL will do an independent investigation. I'm like, how are y'all supposed to do an investigation? Y'all not cops. But they got security like that. So I, say, that's what I, always, I always look at that like, you know, the NFL is going to do an investigation. Like, so they got cops? They got security? Yeah. So, so, yeah, man. I just feel bad overall that, like, I feel bad that, again, if this happened, that 
this situation happened. Um, can't be treated women like this. And just everything involved, just what this whole thing transpired into. Mm-hmm. 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 It's crazy. It's the greatest. It's the greatest. What was that? An October game. It's the greatest October game in the history of. Now I don't think that was that was that was actually why. New Revelation. Um, I just Katie's the most perplexing dude I've ever seen in my life. Um, I think he is. He's just peculiar, meticulous, peculiar. One of those words. He he just like he has these mood swings, and that's fine. You know, I just think he's kind of a guy that will just he just wants to hoop, and I think that's all that kind of really kind of phases through his brain, and like. If he's not having fun, I think he wants to have the ability to dip. You know, I think he's about having a good time, like on the court, on the court. Um, I think that's really his thing. And I, I, I just think at some point that relationship got fractured. And like, I mean, we talked about it. You can see his lips. He said the words, that's why I'm out of here. You can see his lips. Like he literally, like, I am not a great lip reader, like. I try to like 
um, like see like you know what did someone say da 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 like people are like oh he think he said that think he said that you can see very clearly he said that's why I'm out of here or no he said either that's why I'm out of here or that's why I'm off this one of those two and I think what just came down to is the fact of like I think he just got tired of the narrative that he bought bought stole whatever he didn't get his rings the right way or whatever this stupid idea of NBA Twitter is again. This is why I talk about ring culture. Ring culture is very toxic. Yeah, it's just stupid. It's like I can appreciate someone who's never going to win a ring, like Westbrook. I can criticize him in that same respect, and I can praise someone like KD and also criticize him as well too. Like it's all part of the. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I just think for for KD, I think his journey to Brooklyn was one of just him being like stress-free. Honestly, I think he wants to play with his best friend in a pool city that he wouldn't have to deal with necessarily a lot of pressure because he, he knows that like, I'm pretty sure. So if the Nets, uh, I'll spin it back on you. Let's say the Nets don't win the title, right? All of them are healthy. Everyone's healthy. No one got hurt. Who do you think NBA Twitter will blame? Like, who do you think is going to take the brunt of, of the abuse? Yeah, I think I I think that uh I agree. I think I don't think anyone's gonna necessarily like come for KD 
because again, I think Katie's going to do his thing. I I agree. I think it's going to be the fact that Harden hasn't won is going to be part of it. The fact that he never won a title. And Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can uh, so my thing is I can definitely criticize him. No, I mean my whole thing is like that. Was it the the year before when they took him to seven? And Chris was Chris Paul healthy or no? When they when they when when they were up three two, when they were up three two, did Chris was that was that the year Chris Paul got hurt or was that the next year? Okay, but my thing is no, you got him up. Yes, and but KD was hurt too though, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're getting so Katie was never hurt against the Warriors, against Houston. All right, so so the so all right. So they were all right, so let's 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 try to get this right. So the Warriors made the finals the three years Katie was there. Katie got hurt against Yes, no, okay, I'm getting I'm getting He got hurt against Houston. That was the that was the second round. That was the semis. They beat, yes, because they beat uh, the Blazers in the in the watch conference. Okay, so all right, so I'm going. I'm going before that. I'm going to the uh, to the, the year before that. They were in the Western Conference Finals, and that was when Chris Paul pulled his hamstring. Yes, I got it. That's what, they were up three two. I can hold that against Harden because the fact that they and that was a game they missed what twenty seven straight threes. No, I think it was that year. That year they lost. They, they, they no, no, no. It was that year because that was Game Seven. Because they didn't, they didn't, they didn't go seven the following year. The Warriors beat them at six. Because you remember that? Yeah, I remember now. Because when they lost the game, KD got hurt. It was game. It was game. It was game five. He got hurt, and the Warriors went up three two. Or. Yeah, why are why are you doing the googling? I believe what happened was was the second time around, KD played, KD got hurt against Houston in Game Five. The Warriors won Game Five. They went up three two. Then in that year, in that season, the Warriors had to take on Houston, and it was Game Six in Houston. Everyone thought Houston was going to win the game. That was the game that. Steph had zero points at halftime, and I think he had 30 points in the half, or 25 points just in the second half alone. And that was the whole game, and that was with Chris Paul saying, like, yo, get off the – he kicked him off the court. You can't play on the court and all the other shit. That, that was that game, and they lost in six. I can hold that against him and the season before that against him. But that in particular, that game, you have to win that game. You have to win that game, bro. You have both those games. You have to win. 
You have to win. So, yes, this is the 27-miss threes game. Yes, that happened. That was that season. That was game seven. That that happened in a game seven. They didn't go seven with them the next year. They only went six. Yes, 2018, it went seven. Yeah, but I'm saying the 27 missed. The 27 missed threes, that was in game seven. Yes. They, they didn't go, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They didn't go seven games with them in 2019. It was just 27. That's the game, those two games I'm talking about. This game seven and then the game that. And, and also, the only other thing I'm going to say is he also lost to the Spurs where Kawhi didn't play. Where he had the, people say he had a concussion. I don't know what happened to him. He had the worst game I've ever seen him play. Like, he's had several moments, like, where he's just, coughed it up or even the 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 not the 73 win warriors the warriors that won the championship the 2015 warriors we had like 11 turnovers and the that was the little b curse it's like he's had like these moments where it's like yo dog you 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 gotta play better than this so i can criticize you on that But my thing is like they were. But my thing is my thing is this: you got them down three two already, right? They were down. They were up three two on them. They won in Golden State, and then they lost the last game. Yes, I'm not saying Chris Paul didn't get hurt. I know that Chris Paul got hurt. I'm I I acknowledging that. What I'm saying is is that to me. To be that guy, to be like you, like to be an MVP, like you, not an MVP, he's obviously an MVP, but to be an all-time great, to be up there, there has to be a way where you have to show up in a way where it's like, all right, it's not my fault that we lost. And there are too many times, I'm not, and I'm agreeing with you in the sense of like, I'm not faulting him all the way for losing to a super team. Like at the end of the day, like that team has four Hall of Famers, the coach is probably going to go to the Hall of Fame, Iguodala even might go to the Hall of Fame. You know, like that team was stacked. I know, I'm including him. Those are the four. It was him, KD, Clay, and Steph. And then I'm saying Kerr might go and Iguodala might go. That's six. Six of the So I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot. I'm not saying, I'm not saying to say, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you go to get the, you go to get the dudes at Rucker, you know? But it's like, I mean, we can, there's levels to the Hall of Fame. Like, there's the Hall of Fame. There's like, there's not, not all, not all Hall of Fame players are like pretty. Still, my point is, is like, there, what I'm saying is like, the big moments, he's clearly had some problem playing well in these moments. And it's like, this is like throughout his career. So, like, to me, as much as like, I think, if we flip the conversation, like who has the most to lose, I actually think he actually has the most to gain, especially the fact that like if he's the MVP, 
Because I don't think KD has anything to gain. I don't think KD has anything to gain. I don't think Kyrie has anything to gain. I think their status amongst NBA Twitter or, like, us is set. Kyrie is going to retire. No, nothing is like Kyrie is established as this guy is the greatest ball handler. He might be the greatest offensive player at his height. At six, between him, oh, I'm, I'm just gonna get to I'm gonna get to Harden in a sec. Like that is him already right now with the ring without the ring. KD is arguably the greatest offensive player of anybody in the league. You could argue he's the greatest one, the greatest seven foot shooter. Um. He is the greatest unique player in the league. He is all of that. To me, Harden has the most to gain in terms of like he right now is he right now would probably be the greatest. He probably be the greatest player of all time to never win a ring. He might. I mean, no one talks about Elgin Baylor and God rest the dead. He just passed away a couple of weeks ago. But he has the title. Most people think it's 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 Charles Barkley or Patrick Ewing. It's Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor, Elgin Baylor was a part-time player dropping 30 and 14. Um, he's, he's the standard of, like, best player to never win a title. He's going to replace him. And it's a given curse. Huh? I don't even think so. I just think he – I think the way we look at his game, I think a lot of people are going to look at him like, damn, that guy could have won more MVPs. I think we're just going to look at him as just being like a guy. But, again, in big moments, we've seen a history of him, like, wiltering in the playoffs. And I think he's he might have somewhat of, like, a T-Mac kind of feel to him where, like, this guy was a devastating offensive player. And, obviously, he has more playoff success than T-Mac. But T-Mac, for some reason or another, could never get his team to the next step. And I wonder – and Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. But, but I'm, you couldn't win a play. He never won a playoff round, except when he got the Spurs. So it was like you. Like, he had for a long time. He never got out second. Now, not the second round. He never got out the first round. He had good teams. Huh? Bro, you, I can say that about um. Yo, yo, LeBron won the title with Matthew Delvadova. You can say this about anybody. There's, there's a whole bunch of Jags in the league that people are like, who is this? You say this? I understand that. Like, but there's a bunch of Jags in this league that, like, once they win a title, it's like, oh, this guy's great. But they don't win the title. This guy sucks. It's like, it doesn't really matter. Like, Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza's a good player. Trevor Reza's been a role player for, for 15 years. You know? Good. He's played on good.
Um, I don't know. If, I don't think. Well, that's again, like the case for them or case against them. I think the case for Kyrie winning the title is I won without LeBron. I mean, nah, he can't really say that because he's on a super team. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't see – again, win or lose, I don't see him – well, my thing is, like, I don't see him winning over people. I think people who are on – like, and again, maybe, I'm just not – as a basketball player, I'm not like a Kyrie guy. You know, like, I, I like his talent. I think he's a exceptional player. I think he has a lot of bags with him. And if he's the best player on your team, he – is a lot to deal with. Now, in the role that he's in, where it's just like Kyrie get us buckets, he's not my kind of guy. In the role that he's in, he's a headache. He is a headache. People who talk about him, he's a, he's a one to deal with. People who deal with him, the people who have spoken about him, he has a lot to deal with. LeBron said it. Uh, said it. Yeah, they've said he's got a lot to deal with. He's moody. Like these are not things that like I'm making up. He is moody. Not he's not gonna be if he if he wins the title, he'll still be moody. But my thing is, is like I don't see. Are we gonna say he's not moody if he wins the title? Him not showing up to games. He doesn't show up. He has mood swings. He says that. He said that himself. Like I'm not. I'm not pulling this from a sky or like whatever. Like he said that. His t- people around him have said that. Like he goes through mood swings. I'm not chastising him about that. I'm just saying like he has mood swings. It's not just that. It's like I would like the guy on my team who like I root for to play if he's healthy, but. He decides to take games off when he wants to. And again, that's something that the fans don't care about. The meet like the people whoever covered all all 50 Nets fans, they care about the team doesn't care that much about it. And it's like, all right, whatever. Like this is they have this they have decided that this is okay for them. And it's like, who am I to say that's not okay for them? But what I'm personally saying is, like, I personally am just like, look, like, this guy kind of just takes off and he doesn't ever say, like, what exactly is the reason he's taking off. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, with it.
Uh, I mean, I feel like we kind of like, not me and you, obviously, but like this topic has always been fancied about, and it's always like hard to kind of go about it and stuff. Um, you know, it's weird. Like, I, look, I support Megan Rapinoe. I think she's fine. I think that, like, we need to have more women speak about stuff, and it's it's. I feel weird because like anytime you want to criticize someone, it's always like, oh, you say a bunch of nice things about them. They say, but, I mean. For me personally, I think we have to have a interesting conversation about this actual topic. When I say interesting and like thoughtful, I mean we need to actually have like a smart idea. So when I say that is, I don't like it when there's a lot of times where like people go online and start crapping on like the fact that like you know Steph Curry makes almost as much as the entire Phoenix Mercury. You know, like those those things are said. Or that, you know, like, women should be making as much as, like, you know, like, this amount of player. Like, certain things are collectively bargained, certain things are adjusted, and, like, there are certain things that come about that I think are the reason why they are. Like, we have business, we have actual businesses why things, like, come about. Or, like, Megan Rapinoe, I remember a lot of times she was talking about, like, how it's unfair that the women get paid less than the men's soccer team, even though like they're obviously much more successful than the men's soccer team. But they also did agree with a con like they actually signed a contract with the US with the US national team saying like this is how much the pay scale is going to be. And they signed that for a long deal. Now you might be mad about a crappy deal. It's the same thing like, you know, I don't like when people try to add certain things into things that like are like officially signed that are understand and like to switch sports, like when people, you remember when Megan Thee Stallion was doing that whole thing with her contract? And like, it was a lot of like, this is why we can't touch black men with black women. I'm like, look, I'm sorry. If you are, Meg's like 26, if you're 25, 24, and the fact that you don't know that these deals are all bad, I'm sorry. Like, I, as not being anyone who's been really in the music business, know that these contracts all suck. So I don't, I can't feel bad, man, woman, woman or child, if you sign these deals, you know, like these businesses want something from you too. Now to that perspective, I do believe that certain companies should invest more in the WNBA or even in like college. Well, that's a whole, that's a whole separate thing. But like in the WNBA, like how is it that we actually do get certain businesses maybe to partner with them? Are their owners or their CBA doing enough to go out to find more money generating things i mean i know they did the thing with the jerseys how they just uh had like the they did a soccer style where it's just like it's you know lakita is on the shirt or paypal you know those are the things on the jerseys that's supposed to the mercury or the liberty you know things like that um i do think that is a good argument to to display about like how is it that we can basically like maybe get you're never going to close the gap just because I shouldn't say never, but I don't know if, if it's possible for the women's game to reach the height of where the men's game is, but you can definitely get it to where it's a point where it's like, all right, we, we have enough generating point generation in our stuff. We're like, we're making a significant amount of money, but I feel like this conversation will always happen because there will always be that gap. Like the men's game is going to keep going up. There's going to be a player at some point that's going to make $70 million in a year. Like that's we're not too far from that, you know. But in the women's game, they're making 
if a woman makes $20 million a year and, a, and the highest paid player makes 70, you're always going to have these groups of people always come out like, that doesn't seem right. And there's all these factors that go into it. So I disagree with her sentiment. I, I agree with the sentiment. I disagree with her like actual premise of like what exactly is the reason why this happens. Well, what's fair though? What do you mean like the splits need to be fair? Are we sure that that was it? It was 80 20? I don't know if it's going to be 80 so That's kind of wild. I don't know. Again, here's the thing. Even if it's 80 20, that's on your, your CBA. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Why would you agree to that? Again, Morris Smith. Yeah. But you'll always find that. You'll always find someone who works. No, I'm serious. Lawyers, lawyers are gonna. There's, you're not gonna find someone who's just like a prosecutor or just a defendant. These dudes flip side. They don't. They, these people flip side all the time. Dog. You don't have to hire those people. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't feel that. I don't. I don't feel that for you. I know what the situation is. And, like, that's, I didn't think that's on you, That's not always true. That's not always true. Not always. Megan Thee Stallion was like the I wish your cat was like the I can give you hundreds of artists who signed to labels that, like, I can give you hundreds of artists who have signed to Yes. That's fine. 
Yes. You can take that. Oh, no. Well, here's my thing. Here's my point. This is why I disagree with you. This is not the 90s. You don't got to take them deals. You don't have. No, 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 no. Okay. Here's my thing. That deal ain't make you bulletproof. No, 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 no. I'll let you have a moment. Them deals don't make you bulletproof. I.e., pop smoke. I.e., chips. These people. Still die. So you can say all this thing about, oh, I had this guy give me a deal, help me out the hood. Like, cool, dog. That's fine. You don't got to do that deal, and them deals don't make you bulletproof. You signing bad deals. You signing bad deals. Whoever you is out there in the world, right? If you need the money now, like, look, the baby said that. The baby said, I signed a bad deal because I need the money now. That's on him. I don't hear him complaining about his money. So, if, okay then. So I have no, I have no problem. Like, if you, understand, if you understand the game coming up, this was your point. You were like, yo, there's some people that they need the money now. How are you expecting to say no? Like I said before, you don't have to do this to make that money. Like, you can go on stage and get paid. What do you think? You can take the okay, but like I said, you can take the deal. That million dollars, that million, you can take the deal, bro. I'm not saying you don't take the deal, but understand that that deal don't make you bulletproof. Yes, you are. You're saying you're saying that they have a gun. You even said there's a gun to them. Your point was there's a gun to them. There's a million dollars in front of them. What are they going to do? And my point is this: you might have the gun still there. You take the million dollar deal. That don't make that gonna make the difference about the about the about the gun in your head. You can still do shows. You can move. You can move out without taking the million dollar deal. You can move. You can move out without taking that deal. Bro, you can do. Do you know how much money Pop was making before he signed? What are you talking about? Pop was not living in the neighborhood when he was making that. When he started blowing up and he like then got signed, he. He was not there. What are you talking about? When he started to blow up, he was not in that neighborhood before. You can move through and through. I said what I said. I said what I said. You do realize that blowing up and signing a label aren't mutually exclusive, right? You know, you can blow up and not be signed to a deal. Those two things. What, how much money do you think you got to make to move? How much money do you think you got to All right, but here's my thing. Here's my, here's my point. We're talking, about, we're talking about us. We're talking about you yourself. I can't, like, I said you got to worry about your, about your family and stuff like that. But if you're telling me that it's life or death for you, you, not, not your brother, it's you, and you want to make a decision, right? You can move. You then have the capital to move, Okay. You can go do a show somewhere in Charlotte, North Carolina, and get 20 bands right now if you got the bread for it. That money, you can go and do. Are you? Are you? Okay. Have you watched? Have you watched? Have you watched Ben? Have you watched Ben? I think it's Fontes. Have you watched his documentary on Vice? Okay. My example. 
He was in the book. Well, so, do you know who I'm talking about? You know who this is? Brent Riley? Okay. Brent, I, sorry, I apologize. The message. Go ahead. Okay, I never, I never said, I never said that I was judging people for taking bad deals. The only thing that I said was, a bad deals don't prevent you from getting killed, and the other thing that I said was that that's exactly what I said. You really said I don't feel bad about a bad deal. You can move without signing a. Dog, you understand you can you can move out without signing a deal, right? I don't I don't know what you're trying to say. Like you you can be speaking, you can get your money. Yes. And you can go more. So about Pop got killed in LA. What are we talking about? He got killed in he got killed in LA. What are we talking about? What do you mean it's possible? You're literally just, you're literally ignoring a perfect example of what I'm telling you. I'm not even saying this deal was good or bad. It's on him to decide. But you're trying to tell me that someone was in a situation where it's life and death and he moved out of his situation to a whole nother state and still got killed. Okay? That happened. So that has nothing to do with the contract. Also, oh, right, that's what I'm saying. That's all I said. So it's nothing to do with a bad contract. So if you sign a great contract or a bad contract, if you're in that lifestyle and that's a part of who you are, you can die. Either way. 50 cents. I understand the mindset. I never said that. What I was saying was like, if you sign good, all you're trying to make the point that like you need to sign this deal and all these things will go away. That's not what I'm saying. You just said that. Like, I'm not going to tell someone that they take a bad deal and they try to move out. You can take, you don't have, the, the bad deal is not the door you need to open to get out. You can you can take other paths to get out without taking a bad deal. Okay. So I don't understand how, like, it's like, I'm not going to judge anyone if they take this bad deal to get out. And I'm like, well, okay, right, that's fine. But, like, if you complain about your bad deal and be like, you kind of knew what the bad deal was. And there are other avenues and ventures. Yes, you did. You literally just said, I will not show You took a bad deal to get out. Yes. And get out. That's exactly what I, I just said. You said that. I'm saying that's fine. But all I'm saying is like that you don't have to do the bad deal to get out. That's what I'm saying. That's not the only thing ever. That's never going to be the only thing on the table. Because you live in the internet and you can tour, albeit without right now, very huh? What do you mean with fantasy? Huh? All right, so I'm gonna say you have to be signed to go to signed to go do shows. You have to do you have to you have to be signed to go do shows. You have to be signed, answer the question. You have to be signed to do shows. 
Okay. So that's it. That's money. That's money. Okay, that's not it. Okay, that's somewhere else to live. That is, dog, what are you, you can move out of the state? What are you talking about? You can move. You you really don't sit here and act like $3,000 ain't bread. Okay? And also, we also assume that you're going to make $3,000. So if you do it, if you do 10 shows, if you do 10 shows, now it's $500. Okay, even, let's say it's $500. Let's say it's $500. Okay, bet. Let's say you do 10 shows in two weekends. In two weekends, hold on, in two weekends, that's $5,000 you made in two weeks. Okay? Let's say, hold on, you said $500. I said 10 shows. I said 10 shows in 13 days. In 10 shows. Can I finish my point? Can I finish one in a second? You just gonna keep, keep stopping me. So you're not, so not going to do 10 shows now. So now, all of a sudden, you can't do 10 shows. Impossible now. It's impossible now to do 10 shows by yourself. Okay, in a thousand, even though we've seen rappers, 50 Cent has done this, Pop had done this, people have it. You are going to do 10 shows in two weeks? In two weeks, you can't do five shows? I said two weeks. What are you talking about? I said two weeks twice. I said a month day. I said in two weeks. Huh? I said two weeks. And I said two days. I get it. I'll get it to a point and like all, all the way over here. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think he just wanted to get fired. Hopefully he's making more than the $5,000 in two weeks. After he leaves. He's, I think he just wanted to get fired. He did. It's funny. Someone said the memes, like, he really got himself fired for uh, $300. No, no, for 300 followers. For IG, like, live viewers or whatever. Uh, I think, I don't know. I, I don't think he's that stupid. I pray to God he's not. Um, I think he wanted to, to get fired. I, I can't see any other reason why he did that. You know, he didn't apologize. So it's not like he said like, oh, I made a mistake. That's not who I am or anything like that. He didn't take any accountability. So the only thing I can think of is that he's so arrogant. He thinks I can do whatever the hell I want. 
or he, he, he didn't like working there, wanted to leave. I guess, I don't know, I guess quitting wasn't really a part of his thing, so he forced their hand in some weird way. I, I mean, that's the only logical explanation I can think of. Which is still stupid, by the way. Stupid. We're stupid. I don't think I don't think I don't think FS1 pick him up. I think he FS1 doesn't have a basketball thing. They're not really into basketball. They're kind of they're not in the NBA at least. They don't have any games. So why would why would you need an analysis for games you don't have? I think I don't think him and Skip Skip runs that show. So I don't think Skip fucks with them. You got to I mean that's that's really how it is. Everyone who's on that show Skip fucks with. I mean, and they just signed that dude to another three-year deal. So um, I think that he – I saw something. Some place was going to give him money to uh, do some show. Um, yes, was going to give him was going to give him a check to do it. I don't know if he's – yeah, I don't know if he's actually going to do that or not. I don't know why he does it. Like he doesn't, I don't think he, he would need the money. And to me, a quarter of a, again, I don't know how these contracts work at ESPN, so this is all speculative. I have no idea how much he made there. Like, obviously, I think he probably, the way I look at it is you kind of just want to like do TV to enhance your career, make it longer. And it is an easy check. Like, you just go there, talk about basketball for an hour, two hours a day, and then you head home, you make. Whatever money, I think it's just easy. I, like I said, the only thing that makes sense to me is that he uh, wants to get fired. I can't see any other, like, plausible idea from him. Or maybe he just wanted to have bitches show on IG Live. I don't know. The game they got they got smacked. Yeah, I saw that. I had Gonzaga versus. I'm terrible at this shit. I had Gonzaga winning, and I had them beating Oklahoma State, um, which was stupid. Um, well, the thing is, like, this is again. This is why I, I hate college basketball because it's like this is actually this. These were the two best teams all season long to actually, like, watch. Because, like, I watched college basketball. It's funny. This year was, like, the one year I actually kind of, like, started watching more of it. Um, these were the two best teams all year. Like, Baylor could have really went undefeated, too. Like, they kind of slipped up in the in the Big 12 tournament, and then right before they lost to Kansas and they lost to Oklahoma State. 
in the tournament, but they had like a COVID pause, just like Gonzaga. Um, I think that these were two, the two best teams in the country, and it's weird because it's like that normally doesn't happen. Normally, you don't get the two best teams in the country playing against each other in the in the championship game. Normally, they'll they'll either play beforehand or one team gets upset by you know Wichita State. Whatever. No, I think that – I mean, look, they have – I hear that all the time. They have done enough where, like, they have shown that they are now up there with the big boys. I mean, look, they got Jalen Suggs. That dude could have went anywhere in the country. Anywhere in the country he could have went to play. He could have played football at Alabama. Like, he, he's that type of athlete. And for him to choose to go to Gonzaga is a big deal. So if they're going to start getting one-and-done guys, like, he, he is kind of the fulcrum of, like, doing it. And, look. They have sent a lot of guys to the NBA in the last 10 years. Onus went to the NBA. Rui, the guy we like from Gonzaga, from uh, in, in Washington we like, who was the lottery pick. Um, I already said Sabonis. Suggs obviously going to go in the lottery. Adam Morrison. That's, that was a little bit longer ago now. But, um, like, they've had guys for, like, a long time now that they've, like, sent to the NBA. I mean, they're probably going to have four guys drafted. I'm going to say Kispert's probably going to be a lottery pick, maybe a late lottery pick. Uh, Timmy might go in the first round. Uh, I, uh, Aya, I can't remember the, the backup point guard or the two guard, essentially. He's going to get picked in, like, the first or second round. He was going to get picked in the first round. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone, someone. I mean, look, they got bodied. But I can see Yeah, I look like I don't think I think they got rough I think we can't we can't be prisoners of the moment and be like, oh my god, like nothing's ever the best, nothing's ever the worst. Like, like just look at look at the thirty something games that they played. And like like I said, like all year round, if you just look at draft board, if I just go on take a thong right now, like I bet you Timmy Timmy is in Timmy is Round somewhere. Yeah, so like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll just – so right now it's this. So, again, this is Tankathon. Take this what you will. They have Jalen Suggs, top three. They have Kisper, eighth overall. They have uh, – it's funny. They have the two Baylor guys, 16 and 17, uh, Butler and Mitchell, back-to-back. Um, I just saw his name. Uh, Joel Ayay? Timmy? No, I didn't see that. He's actually really good on TV. I just haven't really watched him play.
Uh, look, I just I look, I like dividends. I think I I don't agree with that at all. Like I feel like a lot of times we get to this place where like everyone talks about how this person is supposed to be the greatest thing since sliced cheese, right? Like we do this all the time. It's happening right now with Trevor Lawrence. You know, Chris uh, Chris Sims for Pro Football Focus has uh, Zach Wilson ahead of him because we've been talking about this dude being a number one pick so long. It's like someone somewhere out there is going to say, like, it can't be consensus. Nothing can be consensus. It's like, it's got to be something like that. And so it's the same thing. Like, we, we even had this with, uh, with, uh, with Zion. I mean, Gilbert Arena said the same thing. He said Zion Williamson, he would struggle in the league because he didn't actually have, like, basketball moves. And my point of this was, like, did Shaq really have basketball moves? Like, there is a thing where, like, you are just blessed with such great athleticism. Someone somewhere came down and touched his body. It, that sounds paused, but made him in a way where, like, no one on this planet can guard him. Same thing with Giannis. Who, how, how was that made? You know, someone who's seven feet tall, who can dribble like that, and is 265 pounds. Who made LeBron? Who made Kevin Durant? It's like, these guys are so out there on the far end extremes of hum- of the human um, species. I'm, I've been saying this for a long time. If we ever got into a fight with aliens, we got to send the athletes first. Because they got the best chance. Okay? If they, if they break that tier, then, then we done. But those are, the, those are the guys first. Like I'm, t- I'm sending Zion and, and Giannis first. And then we'll, we'll, we'll see how this goes after that. But I don't know. Like, I, I watched that dude play, and I am not a tape guy. I am like, I watch you play and see can this work on the next level. To me, uh, I saw some uh, – uh, what's his face? Uh, the guy from ESPN compared him a little bit to Drew Holiday. I think he has a little bit more playmaking than I think Drew Holiday ever did. Um, but he compared more of his defensive style to him. I think Jalen Suggs is going to be really good. Like, I think he can be – what Brandon Roy should have been if Brandon Roy never got hurt. I know they do look alike, and I'm not kind of going to do the whole light-skinned brother thing, but that's the guy I see in him. You Because know, Brandon Roy, if, if you're too young or never watched Brandon Roy play, watch his YouTube clips. Like, that dude was nice. He just he had no cartilage in his knees, man. That was all it was.
Yeah, uh, I'll just be quick because like we kind of run a little bit over, but like he basically just we we kind of know, man. Like Diddy's the dude who he kind of always talks, yeah, he's he's he always talks out of both sides side of his mouth. Um, maybe it's wrong messenger, right message type type deal. Uh, I mean, like he and look, like there's things that Diddy does that I think kind of benefit people and they don't benefit people. Like him starting Revolt was kind of dope. But like Revolt's been around for six, seven years now. You know, it's like I think it's been good. There's been moments I think they've had on it because they had Button was had uh, the state of the culture. I don't know if that's even still on. 
I don't know. Is 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 speed and not BT? Is uh the Breakfast Club? Are they still on Revolt? On yeah, and then the, he's got that new show that just yeah yeah that guy Justin LeBoy that's his show. Yeah, there's two. Yeah, there's two Justins on the show. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's it's you know we we kind of already know Diddy's get down. This this it's about thirty years of this now, thirty forty years of this. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Um, I can't remember his name, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 